podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Uh, welcome to the podcast today. Before we jump in, I would like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Bar none. They are awesome. They rock. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Um, those machines are sturdy. They, they will not break down. They were like my old Explorer. They run, 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 run. Um, also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's your one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, it's unlike anything out there, you know, you can join all these other courses, but I'm guarantee you don't get their cell phone number. You don't get one-on-one calls. You don't get, you know, Hey, Tuesday, I need to call with you. Um, that's what teach makes teachhoops.com different. We have everything you need to become a better basketball coach. Doesn't matter if you're youth, doesn't matter if you're high school, doesn't matter if you're college. We're here to help. We're here to mentor you through this great journey we call coaching. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. You got questions? Go ahead. I don't know how many people are going to jump in tonight. It's a kind of yeah, weird I, time. But... I've got a ton, so I'll just get through what you have available. So uh, I'm going to coach, uh, I'm coaching JV girls this year, so switching over to girls basketball. Okay. And so um, I just wanted to ask as far as my uh, overlining plan, if this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have about 10 girls. And as far as speed, we're probably about mid speed in our league. Not real slow, not real fast, but we can get up and down the court. Okay. Okay. So um, I was wanting to press um, all makes and misses as much as possible throughout the game. And I would just get your idea on the type of presses I'll be doing. So uh, one press will be simply, it's going to be all man, all, well, not all man, but uh, first is on ball man press. Okay. The second one would be off ball man press with just a center fielder. And then the third one would just be a two, two, one press. So I'd have uh, a man press and then a zone press. This is my, by the end of the year, I'm hoping. Does that, does that. Yeah. Sound? I'd start with, I'd start with the man press, but I think both of those are a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Because they're relatively easy to teach early, especially the man press. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. And then the um, off, um, what I'm doing on the off ball press is the person that shoots the ball, they just become the center fielder on the press. So okay. whoever shoots the ball, they just run back and everybody else picks up, man. Sure. I mean, okay. yeah. I mean, and you could have it where just, you know, you're picking up the person's closest to you too. I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever's easy to teach, I would do initially. Um, okay. Don't overcomplicate conceptual stuff and try to keep it relatively simple. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a good way to go. I w- I'd start with the man because the man's easier for him to match up and find somebody. Okay. Um, so I'd definitely go that way initially. Okay. And then as far as the uh, uh, on misses, um, I was looking at doing a uh, um, kind of what Eddie Anquist, I think, does, and yep. just do a one-two-two set and let people come to you. Yeah, one, you could do that. Like yeah, that. I mean, or are you are you going to play any? Are you going to play any zone or do anything like that? Um, I want to my two-two-one. I want to drop back into a two-three if needed. Um, so I was going to drop my two-two-one back to a two-three, and then man, and then okay. ultimately down the line, 
in the future, I can make it more complicated, switch, you know, on the second pass, switch demand, you know, all that type of stuff down the line. Yeah. I wouldn't over, especially with JV, I wouldn't overcomplicate yeah. it. Um, yeah, I would, I, I kind of like make miss when you're pressing man versus zone kind of thing sometimes. Um, but it does, that doesn't really matter. It's up totally up to you, but I like both of them. Um, is that a I good mean, way to pick up though on misses? If you're a man, it's just one person the ball, a one, two, two set, and then pick up. Do you like yeah, up? yeah. Again, make it simple. If you make it too complicated, they won't get it. So simple, okay. simplify, simplify. So on a make, we're in this man, and a miss, we're in zone, or vice versa. If you make it easier for them, then they won't forget because if they're thinking while they're running or trying to convert, that's the problem. At least when I've done make miss, um, and it's going to take some practice. Make miss takes more practice than you think. On oh, but jump into a zone or jump to or a even, whatever you're doing on a make and whatever you're doing on a miss, you got to practice that more than you think. Okay. okay. I mean, you you think that's easy, but <laughs> they're just they're, it's not as easy as you think. Okay. And then on my two two one uh, press, I specifically I have my five run back to be the goaltender, and thereby just pick up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that would work. Okay. I mean, I think uh, you'll find out. I think you'll find out, especially at that age, the JV girls, it's, it, even JV boys, it doesn't really matter. It's they're not going to pick things up as fast as you think they are. Okay. So it's going to take more reps than you would you would guess. Okay. And uh, when I when I'm pushing people to the sidelines and just trying to push them to the side and um, you know trap a, a little yep. bit and forth, when the boys always taught them don't reach all that type of stuff. But it seems like in girls' basketball that when you trap someone, you can just grab the ball. Is that accurate <laughs> or no? Uh, that's a generalization, but I think uh, there's this. There's is some it a true generalization. <laughs> yeah, uh, in some in some respects, it is. In some, it depends on the it's depends on the team. Um, there's yeah, so many I, balls. It seems like that when you trap, it, that they don't usually call fouls a whole lot. You just reach in and grab it. You can take, you can steal the ball more from the games I've seen. Probably, I would say on ball, but again, I'm more worried about the officials, the people in the striped jerseys, and the fouls. So I don't tend to do that. Um, but I know what you're saying. Is it? It's it, it's again the cost benefit. Is the benefit of getting someone in foul trouble worth the steal? If you think you can get a bunch of them, yes. Um, yeah. So I, I I don't really have an answer for that. Okay. But um, yeah. I, I don't I don't personally like doing that, but I haven't coached girls in 20 years. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I can if the other gentleman had some questions. I don't well, James got as many questions as you do, so he can jump in. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I'll let him jump in and ask. Go ahead. Go ahead, coach. Which uh, one? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Okay. Good afternoon. It's almost evening here. It's 530, man. Oh, it's it's 335 here. So <laughs> I know. Um. I have, yeah, I have as many questions. I think uh, Coach Moore has probably as many questions as I do, but um, I guess we'll just go one and one, whatever. Um, okay. What are you doing with, um, what have you done in the past as tryouts come upon us with kids who have potential to be on your team but come in ineligible grades wise? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, hard to play when you're not eligible. That's what I'll, I'll say to that. Um, um, I'll say that again, uh, spots are, I mean, all I can do is evaluate you at the time at which tryouts occur. Now there's extenuating circumstances and probably exceptions to every rule, 
But um, when I'm evaluating over those two or three days and you're not eligible to play, that's a strike against you is my kind of, is my opinion. Um, Cause I mean, there's people that are eligible now, like I said, there's exceptions to rules and I've had kids being eligible for extenuating circumstances and grandparents have died. I mean, there's things that happen, but for the most part, that's a huge knock. It's like, and it's a different one than someone has a broken arm and will be ready in a, in five weeks. That's not necessarily their fault. Um, sometimes grades are not their fault too, depending, but uh, I do take it into the equation. Yes, I take it into the equation. So there's not a steadfast rule I have on that. Early in my career, I'd have said you're ineligible, don't bother. Um, but coaching long enough, I've seen – I've seen outliers on that. So I've had to adjust, but for the most part, if you're not eligible, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask, continue on this eligibility question and okay. then I'll go and I'll let coach more ask the next question. Okay. My, so I'll give you my situation right now. So I have a new transfer. He's six foot five. He's very long. He's probably got a wingspan of like six, eight. Um, and he, he's a game changer. Yep. And he's probably going to, I'm, he will, he will, he be, will he be eligible? Okay. So let me give you the situation. Uh, he's borderline. He might make the 2.0. He might. The, the thing though, is because of COVID our district in, I think this all throughout, it's actually the County is allowing what they call a COVID waiver. So because of COVID they'll give him a break for for basically so if he comes our trials are november 6th and he comes in ineligible they'll give him a waiver up until the third of january so he could play from november 6th till january 3rd on this waiver but if he doesn't have his grades up by the middle of december he will become ineligible on january 3rd so is it, is it, is he, did he come ineligible from the other school or was it from your school? This is from our school. And he, I mean, I got the inside from the counselor. This kid had good grades and then COVID hit and then he didn't do anything. Yeah, that would, there's, there's an exception here, I think too. And also leaving schools. Like I've had kids that have struggled at other schools come to ours. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often, but it's usually they're really good at other schools and then they come to ours because we're, yeah. we're, we're basically a college kind of prep school. And then it's like, whoa, this is like, what do you mean? It's like, so I, I give a little grace and a little empathy. What I similar to what I told you last year with a kid like that. Okay. I mean, personally, I don't know the kid, but that's what I would do, because I can just tell you from someone that's taught for 30 plus years and is in a classroom this year. This is not normal. Like the kids, the kids are. The, the really good kids, like the kids that are going to go to little Ivies are just getting in the swing of it right now, just right now, like just getting into the, you know, how this, cause they had all, we didn't have, you know, we were virtual most of last year. So, um, I think we got to give a lot of grace this year. I really do. 
a lot of grace, a lot of empathy, a lot of grace. I wouldn't there's say been that. A, there's been a lot of fights. Are you guys having that issue? Yeah, well, not in our school, but some play, a couple schools in our district have had. Well, we're throwing them back into the we're throwing them back into civilization. So they haven't learned how to interact. Yes. So I would say a lot of grace, a lot of empathy, a lot of grace this year. And then hopefully we can get our this generation back on track. Let's let's hope. All right. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, so as far as that offense for the girls, just yep. teaching something super basic, and we see a lot of zone. Uh, I just wanted to ask if I just switch out the front. So if it's a two three, so it's a two front. If I just do a three two set and have them flash in the middle, just interchange, flash in the middle, try to get open. Yeah. And then for does that make sense? Yep. And then for a like a one two two or one front, just do a two front. So a two one two. And just have people flash, uh, change out spots. Yeah, yeah, just have them find open space. I would agree. I would agree. Can your girls shoot? Yeah, some of them are good shooters. Okay, so then you'll be okay. <laughs> Usually that's the best way to be a zone. But yes, I would I would teach them about finding open space. Yes. Okay. The odd even front is great. I don't really worry about that as much as find open, run toward the open space, cut toward the open space. Okay, um, they keep the general area just so they have some type of alignment and open cups. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, and then keep it super simple. You'll get shots. It's a matter of if you can hit them. But then, yeah. And if you're pressing, I would send a lot to the offensive glass. Um, me personally, I'd send a lot to the offensive glass because then you're going to get some easy maybe second shots, but then you can just – if they get the rebound, like you could double at that point. You could pick up in the full if you're doing that kind of pace. Okay. Um, doubling a rebound is a good way to, especially if you, yeah, can I thought, yeah, yeah, you like it that, Just double it and route the bat. It, it works, it works because rebounders are not expecting it. Um, and it's a great, it's a great easy way to get a couple easy turnovers and buckets. Um, for yeah, teams I was thinking that necessarily on, aren't that good at it. Yeah, I was thinking but, on misses if I'm man pressing, if it make more sense to teach them to double versus um, just jump into a one, two, two set, but you know, it all takes time. So it I'm, all takes time. I know uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm after I'm off with you guys, I'm meeting with one of my assistants and it's like, I, we start November 15th. So I got a month, but it's like, Holy. And we, we start on Monday and we play the following Tuesday and I haven't seen, and I've never been in the gym with these guys. So I'm like freaking out a little bit, but it will all work out. I'm trying to give myself a little grace. I'm trying to give myself a little grace. Right. I took the dogs for a long walk today, so I'm trying. So, um, okay. all right, go ahead. We'll just we'll just go back and forth. That works. Um, all right, so we'll move on from eligibility. Uh, the next thing I just wanted to clarify: this was part of the grace, but I don't know if I need to be so graceful for this. We've been working really, <laughs> we've been working really hard about making sure these guys get their clearances done, their physicals, all that stuff. And I remember asking you, do you wait on people? No. Yeah, I don't no, I don't no, think no. I'm gonna wait this year. I wanna wait. I wanna wait. They've known, they've known this the season didn't change. The season's coming. I mean, if they yeah, really want to I'm good with that one. Okay. Yeah, that I, was I, my I, question I, on that. Yeah, I, I don't know is my answer to that. We worked no. very hard. <laughs> no, it's like I, I yeah, yeah. And I you know what? If they're a freshman. And maybe a little bit of a sophomore. Okay, it's definitely a freshman. They don't necessarily always know that kind of stuff, physical. And but now, if you're dealing with your guy, not absolutely not. Let's go. You should have that stuff done. Yeah. 
Okay, go ahead, Mark. Uh, so I read your article about rebounding, um, you know, versus necessarily turn around, blocking out, and just going to get the ball. Yeah. Uh, for the boys that can accelerate and go get it. Um, yeah, hit, find, get. That. Hit, find, get is what I use. Hit, find, get. So, well, I question is, with, is there any difference with the girls, the fact that they don't elevate as a general rule as much as No, I think they can. I, I, I just, no, I think they got to, I mean, I think they can box out a little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but I still think the premise of you, you, you got to go find them and then you, you know, yeah, I think the hit, find, get is, you know, the problem is sometimes the girls don't go get it. <laughs> they, right. they worry about the other two steps so much and then they don't go get it. Um, the, the guys don't tend to go find some, like you got to go find somebody, you know? So, so you like the idea though, of turning your head, touching someone very quickly or finding someone and then go getting it versus go get it. Yeah. Go get, get it. it. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Amber alert in Wisconsin. It's in Milwaukee though. Um, yeah. Uh, no, that's that. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about half the team is probably you're going to have to work with and half of them are going to get it, especially with rebounding. It seems, seems to be, um, right. you still like that turn around, make some contact. And I, do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it just works well. Go ahead, James. Um, the next question is, do you have this issue where you have like these seniors that just come out all, all of a sudden, do you get that where you have like people who have been at, at the school and then all of a sudden they come out to yep. tryouts? Yep. What do you what do you tend to do with guys like that? Can they if they're not in my top seven, it's hard. That's what I'm wondering. Yep, top seven. Seniors have a hard time if they're not in the top seven. Top seven play a lot, and especially and especially if you haven't been around, that's hard. I think that's hard. Are you my my assistant always makes fun of me because he says, Coach, basically, if you're not in your top eight, those guys don't get very minute many minutes. Are you like that? Are you like me? Uh I've gotten less like that, but remember, we play two 18-minute halves. So I have to go a little deeper. Um, you know, nine and ten, you know, maybe get a handful of minutes. Um you know, I'm only going to – I'm only probably going to keep 12 this year, 12, 13. So, it probably won't be um, – yeah, I mean, there's it's, – it's a it's a weird dynamic. Coaching is a weird – I mean, you got to think about, like, you know, the juniors and the sophomores and the freshmen, and it's like, where do they fall? And um, – but, yeah, I, I – the rule of thumb is if you're a senior and you're not playing by that time, there's probably a junior that's probably equivalent – um, I don't know. Again, it depends on the specific year, I think. But do you, do you keep juniors on JV? I have not. Um, we have a we have freshmen, sophomore. We have freshmen, sophomores, and varsity, and then we have kind of a JV VR kind of thing going on that kids that don't play on varsity play on like Saturdays sometimes. Um, but no, I don't tend to keep juniors. No, by the time you're a junior, yeah, it's got a, the writing's on the wall at that point. I mean, to be honest with you, you're being more honest when you cut a kid. 
it's hard. It's, it's the worst day of the year. Um, but they're not going to be happy sitting from November to March and not playing. They'd rather be in the stands. They'd rather be at their friend's part, whatever. They'd rather do something else to be honest with you most of the time. So, um, I think you're, I think you're being dishonest sometimes when you keep them. People are being dishonest. Um, they're not going to play and they think they're going to play. I mean, the kids can say whatever they want to. I've learned that over time. They'll say whatever they want, whatever you want to hear to make the team. But then come January, it's hard for every kid. All right, go ahead, Mark. Hey, can I show you something I want to ask you how to play? Yes, let me make sure you can share screen. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, I was just having on my board. I don't have anything. That's okay. Yeah, I don't see you, though. Oh, you can't see me? I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. My camera got turned off. I'm sorry. My fault. I thought <laughs> okay. it was off. I just thought maybe you were like sitting outside uh, or something. You didn't want the camera. Uh, okay. Go okay. Ahead. So, um, ugh, I got to do it backwards. Okay. So, uh, I just wanted, as, as far as a simple um, end of game that would work for a man or zone yep. or baseline out of bounds, and I can use it for a slob also, yep. is if the ball is here on this side, yep. is I'm going to just have uh, this person here set a screen, this get person back door. Yep, to that low block, yep. Yep, and then these two set a double screen. Just move it up a little bit toward your face, just a little bit. There you go, perfect, yep, okay. And so double screen two, for that one, yep. So hopefully get a shot here or a layup here, or then last case scenario, if you send it over here. Yep, so one of, so the, so, so one of those, the, so the bottom, yep, so the bottom, guy should, the bottom guy should screen for the top guy at the elbow, and he should come to the the. the See those two guys that are saying the double screen there? Screen for this guy, this guy yep. cut? Okay. No, no, he should go high like that. I don't have a problem with that. But then those two guys shouldn't stay there. One should cut, cut, one should cut to the low block and one should cut to the corner. Okay. I was thinking that when these two here are hanging out here that you could just screen the middle of the zone and this guy cut down possibly? Yeah, um, you could do that. I, 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 if you, But you were having him come out, weren't you? I'm just having um, – this person, he's going to come screen. This person yep. here, yep. I have a guy right here, double screen this guy to pop to the wing for a shot. Yep, and then those two guys that just set that double screen, yeah. one should go to the low block, one should go to the corner ball side. Uh, so one one goes down. Here, to, let me show you. I was thinking one could just screen for the other guy to cut to the block. but Yeah, hold on. I, got, I haven't used my white bone. All right, so I can hear myself. All right, so what I'm saying is the guy is here throwing it in, or gal, and there's there were two of them over here on the side, right? Yeah, a little farther out so they can see. Yeah, the out screen. here. Okay, yep, and then one here and one here. So the yeah. ball's here. So this That's one was screening for that one? Yeah, he backed door. He goes to the, the – yeah, that and guy. And this guy goes ball. here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so then these two come and set the screen for this one going this way? Yeah. Um, yep. And then what I would do is I'd have this bottom one set a screen here, have him cut, and then him cut back to that corner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. And yeah. if it's a zone, he just screened the middle of the zone. If it's the main, he screens the main. Okay. Perfect. I got you. Yeah. Cause you want to balance it. You want these two to cut because one of these two guys will probably be open because they'll, they'll, this first one, they'll probably take away. And, th and this one, they'll look at. But then as they come to take this pass away, especially if you score once, then these guys cutting back to those open spaces will 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 work. That will work. So, so and I was thinking the top guy that sets the double screen, you yeah. have him. Go, you have him going to the corner. 
No, I have him going down. I have the bottom oh, guy setting the, the screen. Okay, the bottom him. guy going to the corner. Yeah. So, so uh, as these just, two set the screen okay. and come up, mm -hmm. so they're setting that screen. Then mm -hmm. this guy sets a screen for him. He cuts, and then he just cuts back. He might even get short corner in here. So my my question was, do you think that looks better for that guy to go to the corner or to have my inbounder step in? That was my last question for the shot. I just like the inbounder uh, standing in. A I lot. think you can have the inbounder come off. Like if the ball goes here, then the guy that's standing here should set a screen, and he should come opposite. I got you. That's what I would do because especially if you go here and he doesn't have a shot, this person will get lost defending here. And if he, all this person's got to do is come set that screen and boop right back here, and they might get the shot on that reversal. Yeah, that gives me lots of options. Okay. Yeah, yeah you want options and space on that stuff is what you want. Okay. Right. No, that's good advice. I like it. Okay. Go ahead, James. Hey, can we stick with the board? <laughs> we can. I got to find my cleaner. Hold on. Okay. That's a great play, Coach Moore. Jeez. That is really I'm, – I'm taking that one, buddy. <laughs> that is nice. All right, so I wanted, I wanted to – did you guys see um, – did you guys see uh, Last Chance University basketball? I did. It was awesome. I, I, I think I picked up an alley-oop play off of it. Okay. Tell me really? what you think. Think okay. to, or maybe make adjustments to it. That's why I want to I want to pick your brain on it. Okay. Okay. So um, I'll tell you where to put the players. Okay. So everybody's coming down. A guy in the right corner, and then a guy in that short corner area. Okay. Yeah. And then a guy um, kind of at the last block at the top, on here. the right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Right there. Okay. Elbow. Elbow block. Yep. And then. Uh, um, point guard right at, uh, over to the right a little bit, just a little bit, uh, right here. a little more, a little more to the left, a little more to left, left. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. It doesn't matter in that area. Okay. Okay. And then you have the guy that you want to get the oop to over on the left, um, left wing, left wing okay. right there. So okay. I saw these guys come down the guy that was at the, at the elbow. X3. Yep. Yeah. He comes but see, the point guard's more kind of towards in front of X3, a little more. Yeah, he's kind of, okay. yeah. I saw this on, on, um, on Last Chance. The guy comes over, X3 comes over, and he kind of comes over like to a, no, no. He comes to a screen right to the top of the key. Top of the key. Top of the key. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. He like pretends like he's coming over to hit, hit a direct screen. Meanwhile, yeah. the, guy, the guy that was at the, at the wing, the solo guy over on the left side, they just throw it up and he gets an oop right off of that. Like this. Yep. Yeah. The only issue is if this guy's over here, I mean, I, if the ball is here. Yeah. I mean, transition that might work in transition. Yeah. That might work. Any ideas, uh, any ideas? I'll send you a good oop play that I'm working on. I got three I've been working on. I'll send you. Oh, okay. I'll send okay, okay. You. I'll send you some oop plays. I've okay. been working on it. Cause I got a center that can, that can dunk. So I'll send you, I got, I've been, yeah, John and I have been working on some oop plays. So actually, I'll write that on my list. I want to talk Thank to him you. after we're done. Um, hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.